and the Cavs are looking to extend their winning streak to nine games tonight. But before we talk about the game, there was a rumor last night put out by Dave McMenamin. Not a rumor, a report. And, and Dave's obviously very locked no, in. No, wait. Can I give out my, my parlay for the fans? We're going to do the, the trade rumor first. Then we'll talk about the game. And, Ty, I want to hear your 14-part parlay that's guaranteed to hit tonight. But Dave McMenamin put out a report that the Los Angeles Lakers have interest in trading for Donovan Mitchell. Now, that's not the first time we've seen a trade rumor for Donovan Mitchell. But this one seems a little, uh, little out there. I also want to put it on the record that I'm interested in a $10 million raise next year. Well, I get that. Will the Lakers get Donovan Mitchell? It is highly unlikely. But because this is what we do on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, I put together a couple of trade packages, one real and three totally fake, of what a potential Lakers for Donovan Mitchell trade might look like, and then what we'll talk they, about the game. Just to show how on? absurd any of these Mitchell to All Lakers right. midseason rumors are. So this is the one that would be real. If the Lakers were to really attempt to acquire Donovan you Mitchell. You should have let us guess. No, because you'll know immediately. Oh, okay. The Lakers have nothing to trade. All right. so that's, that's, that's what I'm about to say. Like, the Lakers, way, I, I, I uh, ran into assets. Sam Pines last night at the, at the Cleveland Awards. He runs ESPN Cleveland in L.A. And I said, he hadn't even heard the rumor. I said, wow, what the hell are the Lakers doing talk, talking about Donovan Mitchell? What are they going to give up? And he laughed. He goes, what? I said, yeah, McMenamin's got a report that they're trying to trade. He goes, they don't have any ass. They've got nothing. That so, trade isn't going to happen. To my point, and this is why it's not going to happen. This right. is the best realistic offer the Lakers could put together for Donovan Mitchell. And it is D'Angelo Russell, Rui Achimura, their first-round pick, Jalen Hood-Shafino, and a first-round pick or two, which they don't even have till 2028 or 2029. I tell them to go stick themselves. Which is a giant nothing burger. You would never take that in a million years. Go stick, never. But go that's stick the yourself. only realistic trade package the well, Lakers that's insulting. put together. Yes. Which is why I wanted to put it out there to show how ridiculous I'll try, it is. I'm trying it? to figure out what but, they're going to But they offer. could offer picks. They don't have picks till 2028 or 2029. Is it 28? Yeah. yeah, they traded them all. They don't Check even have on picks. that. I, think they, I, I don't know that they have none till 28, which, by the way, what's the NBA's rule on trading picks out? You can out only in trade every now, other first round. Yeah, that's right. God, I didn't realize it was 28. So I they have picks, but they can't trade any of their no, picks. No, they've got to keep that. the ones that yeah. they have because they've traded all the other ones. That's insane. They could do pick swaps, but... If you traded Donovan Mitchell, you're going to be worse than the Lakers. They have a 2026 first. That's what and I thought. A 2028 first. So okay. Yeah, that's so what I they, they have one in the next five years, but you're not going to take. No, you're that not going back. to give. So no. it's not happening. I want to put that out there just okay. to kind of squash any. Is there rumors. anything else that you thought maybe they could squeeze? Well, this? I, I had some fun. I had some fun with this. So All right. Let's just go through some of these yeah. because Was this is what I like there? doing. I, Oh, I like yeah. messing around. These get more and more ridiculous. These are not real. Do not aggregate this. I'm not proposing these. I just wanted to have some fun in the trade machine. So let's have a little fun. Trade number two, Steve. Take it. 261. How about LeBron and go. Austin Reeves for Mitchell, Levert, and Okoro? Salaries match up. Bring LeBron home. <coughs> Austin Reeves signed a nice tradable contract. He's a uh, He's better than solid. He's been very he is better than solid. Hey, that's a, that's I yeah. take that. I do that trade. I that's take a that trade. That's a championship right With now. Darius come that back today. to point guard. And Mobley. And we keep Allen. Uh, so stop playing around. What I'm wondering about yeah. Adam's report is, was LeBron mentioned as a piece at all? No. No. That, what McMenamin put out there is the whole report. They're that's it. There's but no, because yeah. Donovan Mitchell has had all the rumors about his long-term stay in Cleveland be questioned. Man, that's crazy. A rumor turns into all these I, things. I Reeves? need that trade right now. Reeves, he's automatically yeah, going to start. Yeah, but the Lakers start. aren't going to get Mitchell a trade. Oh, my Here's, goodness. Let's just run through the rest of these, yeah. and we can laugh at the rest By the way, of but wait, before you do that, sure. Mike, what would the Cavs starting lineup be if they made that trade? Darius. Darius. Austin, Everybody's healthy. Reeves. Darius, Austin, LeBron, Evan, Jared. Yes. Woo! Woo! You still got, you still got young sniper Steph Jr. coming off the bench. Steph Jr. Steph Jr. Are you kidding me? Uh, here's the here's the next one. I got two more. I like that lineup. Instead a lot. of getting LeBron, <laughs> I got I'm buying tickets. No, we ain't taking the, Anthony Davis. The Cavs go super yeah, no, big, super big. <clears throat> Start Evan Mobley at the no, three. We good. Develop him into what Jason Lloyd has always wanted Evan Mobley to be. You get Anthony Davis at the four, Jared Allen the five. You nah. get Mitchell and Dean Wade. And, and Steve, let's go right to the next one because this one I had a lot of fun with. Don't you have to assume, by the way, that LeBron would have to co-sign any trade, oh, any yes. deal? Yes, which is why LeBron won't come back to Cleveland if they're going to trade for No. But this last one, let's have some fun, guys. Let's get crazy. The Cavs get Jokic and LeBron. The Lakers get Michael Porter Jr. and Donovan Mitchell. I, like, I literally almost And the Nuggets get Darius like, Garland, Austin Reeves, and Jared. Let's just have a little fun here. By, by the way, 
Once you said the Cavs get Jokic and LeBron, I, it was I, irrelevant I, what you said. Yeah, after. no, like, you I, lost me at that. I cur- like I literally almost because lost. it was like yes, I don't care who they're giving yeah. up. I almost <laughs> lost my job on air just you now. You remember when Mike traded his entire wow. first draft <laughs> for yes. the rights to get Ricky Williams? Yeah. That's and that was worse than my right trade there. package, man. <laughs> that, we yeah, we, we said up the top, none of these are realistic. I just wanted to have some fun. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I, yeah, Mike is machine. admitting they're not realistic. And here's yeah. the thing if you're the Cavs. Um, I think that this is realistic. You guys may laugh at me. Yeah. No, no, you, they're not getting Jokic. That's no, not, no, 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 no. I would not. <laughs> oh, okay. No. Okay. okay just what sure I think is team. realistic is if I'm the Cavs, I, I, there are two great assumptions. The first great assumption is, is that Donovan Mitchell is going to at some point soon be gone. The other, I think, assumption is that LeBron James is going to be on the move after this season. Yes. So why would you give up assets to get a piece that you could well get anyhow once the season's over? So 2024 is at your window. Yeah, right. Now you 2025 is your window. Yeah. By the way, I think the Cavs should – and I, I was advocating, like, if Mitchell's not going to stay, then trade him, but – the Cavs are playing so well right now, and even though I've kind of poo-pooed it a little bit, like I think you owe it to the fans to not trade Donovan Mitchell. There was Bingo. real excitement last night. Yeah, anything it. Cavs, which surprised yeah. me. Yeah, there was over-the-top enthusiasm I know for the Browns. People are excited right now. No enthusiasm for the Guardians. Yeah, but when the Cavs were mentioned in any point, there there was real excitement. I know you can't inter- trade Donovan Mitchell. The internet is I, the internet is on fire right now. Like with the cat, you could feel a little buzz. Donovan Mitchell is playing out his mind. If the if they beat the Bucks tonight, then it's going to be that's a just big crazy. One. Is yeah. that in Cleveland? No, no this is the, they play tonight if in Milwaukee, Milwaukee. They play Friday. Joe Prunty, who is the interim coach for twelve hours, I guess, because Doc Rivers has now agreed to be the head coach. I just wonder will he coach? Tonight? I think Prunty will coach tonight. Doc I do will too. Coach Friday. Yeah, I do too. So the next when they play Friday, will no. um they play tonight and Friday. Yeah, tonight Friday. Well, I off. thought Doc wasn't doing. Uh, I thought he was doing uh, TV. Is yeah. on TV. Well, you could leave a TV job to coach. But he, I thought he replaced like uh. What's the crew? Yeah, I know. He Don't did. Matter. ABC. Uh, was he, he, it, he, ain't it him, Doris, and all them? That ain't him? Yeah, he's doing. I think he's doing ABC games. So he just leaving that. Well, guy, guys have the done guy wants the coach. So who going back? Well, who knows? That's They'll up figure to them. it out. That's not their problem. They'll problem. find somebody that's got a The guy's the coach. Tyvis, he wants the coach. I mean, Tyvis, guess what, man? You know, so crazy, man. The 49ers say, yo, Tyvis. Come on, off the street. We need a safety. You about you gotta be, find somebody to replace. You. So the difference would be the difference would be you leaving it, all that. It's financial, <laughs> right? But like financially, if this but job Doc's was paying me, if financially, if this job was paying me the same salary that I would make as a football, you player, wouldn't leave. I'm not that guy. Watch anymore. this. Okay. Watch this. That's fine. <laughs> That's, not Jay, That's a smart choice. Jay, if they offered this you a, is your future. If they right offered here. you yeah. a minor league baseball contract today, right? What would you tell WKYC? Thanks for the memories. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's yeah, the G League called me. I like, the same thing. Now, like, what, what the you thing? mean? But, but he, there's, there's a reason for that. I know because At my stage. When I was pitching in the minor leagues, I was also working at ESPN. Right. And ESPN was like, "What are you doing?" And I said, "These are these are one-offs, ten-day contracts. Right. I'll pitch once or twice." And they're like, "Okay, you've got days." That's cool. Day <laughs> when, when the HR when you, you wake up from your little dream, you know where your bread's buttered, <laughs> right. right? Yeah, like and obviously the minor league contract <laughs> compared to what I was making at ESPN. That's what I'm saying. No, but at this point in my life, at 58, believe me, boy, that boy, that time when I is... pitch even now, I still think, <laughs> yo, so my yo. stuff's still as good as it was when I was in the minors. <laughs> And Jay's made his money. He could go, go do that. Now, it isn't, but in my mind, I yeah, think sure. right. that's another part of it. Yeah. At my stage Wait. of my life, okay. You don't need to work And for you the know money. what? If Wait someone calls Tyus when he's 58 and says, yo, we think you can still back Wait. that. Wait you want to come be first the safety all, for the Jets? You'd be all, like, where do I sign? Wait a minute. First of all, I wanted to be known that I still got it. That's first of all. Look, like, I still want to do it. Thirty. My problem is that my knee. I don't know how long I can do it for because my knee is neither not the do same. I. So that's the problem. With you, you got you can't even throw like that no more. You got a shoulder injury. That's no, a, I've got a torn UCL. But I, I, that's I'm, up for I'm them to find out. That's, what is that's for them to find out. I don't out, care. <laughs> so you gonna t- you gonna tear still. it off the bow, bro? Probably. Tyvis. <laughs> if if I had my way, yeah. 
I would leave fingernail marks on what if the they, pitcher's mound. Let me ask they, you this. They say this. The minor leagues hit you up and say, we want you to come back. We'll pay you. But if you get hurt, we're not covered. We're not giving I'm you okay. Issue. Okay. I'm, I'm there. I just want to make sure. I'm there. Doc I Rivers just want to make sure. Travis, who do you think Doc is a coach. Doc's a coach. He, he wants, wants to coach. coach. That's it. Yeah, who do you think you're talking to? Like, yeah, I can't do that. But Jay's had a successful career. I'm old, man. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I am leaning into the Mike, tape as I so tell my Mike, would you leave Mike, us for a, a, a G League contract right now? In you a would. heartbeat. Do I have insurance? Because that does make a difference. I'm getting hurt See? first game. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I don't have insurance, <laughs> then no. Yeah, See, he doesn't have insurance here, so yeah, he's leaving. I don't have Jay Crawford money either to I just to thought for a second on. I was imagining Mike on the court with Taco Fall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've played. I've played with seven footers. I've showed y'all the picture before. Everybody, everybody. Uh, we've asked around about Mike's him. shooting prowess. Mike is a shooter. Like I can shoot. I gotta see. It's it. not bluster. Mike can shoot. I've never seen it with my eyes, but we've asked enough people. Yeah, bro, I mean, who, he almost definitively said, "Oh no, my Mike can bro, shoot." I mean, he barely beat a thirteen-year-old in a in a driveway game. So I don't if, know. If you are, if you play <laughs> college, like anything. You're better than you're, all you're the good. civilians. You're, you're right. Yeah, sure. Uh, of all right, question with the, the Bucks and Cavs tonight. The Cavs have trailed for 35 seconds in total over the last five games. 35 seconds total. Wow. They've led wire to wire. And that was probably in like in five. the first 35 seconds of a game. Yeah. It, Someone they, scored first on them. Unbelievable. Jeez. Obviously, the eight-game win streak, their offensive numbers, defensive numbers. They're the number one rebounding team in basketball since December t- uh, 15th. They've been incredible. A Bucks team that they are facing tonight will have Giannis back, a new coach, Obviously, the interim coach energy always exists. It's in yeah, Milwaukee. We've team. talked about the schedule they've played. You can't control the schedule, but they haven't beaten any juggernauts on this eight-game win streak. Right. Tybus, I know you have a parlay, so we'll end this segment with your parlay. But Giannis is your favorite player in the world. What happens it, tonight, Ty? Is the game give on national give us TV, by preview. the way? No, I don't think it's on national. Oh, okay. it's, it's, not, it's just on NBA shame. TV, which yeah. is a shame. I mean, but, uh, well, Giannis is going to be Can fi- the Cavs keep it going, Ty, is the question. I mean, they can for sure. I mean, they playing with some really good, with some really good chemistry right now. But Giannis will be fired up. It's at home. Um, the Bucks are gonna have to come out and put a performance up because you have to show that it was us and not the coach. So they're gonna have to come out there and try to make a statement for that. So they're gonna play hard. And on, and on top of all of that, y'all got beat by forty, didn't they? Did. The last time they played. So, but that was a white flag game if I've ever yeah, seen Yeah, but still, one. like, you got beat by 40. So they, they're going to play with that chip on their shoulder. I, I think Damian Lillard is going to be tapped in because – He played horrible he, Exactly. Game. He played horrible, mm-hmm. and Isaac Okoro is getting the praise right now, and, you know, he wants to come out there and try to dead that. But I think the Cows do play it close because they are special, and they're hitting shots, and they're, they, they're just in sync right now. I think this is a close one. I don't know who comes out the winner, which is why I did not put that on the parlay because I, I my heart goes yeah, both ways. Yeah, I ain't about to do that. No What's more. the spread on the game? I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not betting Milwaukee on the game. Favorite, yeah. right? Uh, I would assume at home they're favorite. I'll tell you right now. I can't yeah. do that. I'm not, I'm not betting on the game. Yeah, I'm not betting on the game. I lost, I lost two thousand dollars on Fanduel because <laughs> I just picked because I picked the Bills to win. Oh, that's that's mm. that's that's bad. Milwaukee's favored by Damn, six and a half. Six and a half. I might take the points. That's a lot of points. I'm not. That, I'm, I'm, not ba- I'm not messing with it. I think the I think the Bucks are going to win. Is anybody bothered right now about Jimmy Haslam being a part owner of the Bucks? Bothered, bothers me tremendously. I don't like it. I don't no, it's, it's a team. This pisses me off. It's a, it's one of our competitors. Yeah. I mean, let's flip it this way. What if he bought the Detroit Tigers? Yeah. We'd be furious. Yeah. Right. Like well, he is helping. One of our rivals. Here, here's here's yeah. what, Here's what I have a problem with it about. I got a problem that okay, I understand that you got a lot of investments, but you spent you spent a quarter of a billion dollars to, to purchase the, the Bucks, but you still coming back here asking us for for a new stadium. Five hundred right. million for our, um, maybe yeah. maybe a you, billion. You could have <laughs> built that yourself. Mm. He How will you, write a check to build can. a new stadium. He's and he's going to pay for it, a part of it. But he's also going to ask for half of it is going to be public funds. So that's like that's like and, and no and that, and honest to God, what the day this move happened and I said why I hated it so much is I said because it's in a very short time frame he's going to have his handout yeah. Yeah. for taxpayer money so yeah. he can build a new home for his football team. Earl know which about, is valued at more than what a new stadium yeah. would cost. Earl know about this if I if I loan you money, right? If it's under twenty. 20s is free. I, I asked for $20 back. <laughs> but if I owe you, I owe, I, I loan you $200 and you say, I got you on Friday. But then I see you on Friday and you're nah. going to say, hey, G. Bush, 
Hey, you see these shoes I bought you? That I got for myself? You're like, hold on. You owe me money and you got Jays on? Unacceptable. No, unacceptable. Give me, take yeah. them off. Take them off, homie. Yeah. You can't <laughs> no. take, take, take them off. Give yeah. me them. You cannot go to Milwaukee and say, we whining and dining for 300 million and be like, hey, can we get some syntax on what you guys no. are doing? Do it say how much he paid to get in the Milwaukee? Was it 400, over 400 million, I thought. Haslam? Yeah, there were conflicting and reports he, early yeah, it on. It was like he's a minority owner. Then I think after some digging, it came yeah. out. No, no, no. He owns a big share of this team. He bought 25%. It's an undisclosed amount. Yeah. But the. I'm going to read the exact line from the ESPN article. I don't know the math on my head. But the Haslam's who own the. This is a quote from ESPN. The Haslam's who own the NFL's Browns have reached an agreement to purchase approximately 25% of the Bucks from Lazary for three point. Two five billion. Right. Whoa. But, whoa. No. No. Three. Well, no. That's the total. That's worth the total. Of the team. I wouldn't even bother with that because there was conflicting. There reports were conflicting on reports that. later. It, so it we came don't know exactly more. Than yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. Right. I shouldn't have read that. That's my bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah, was, yeah. I think, the the first article. And everybody was confused. And the, yeah. yeah. And it, you know what? I still think people are confused. Here's yeah. the bottom line. He spent a substantial amount of money to expand his sports portfolio. Now, you want to own the Columbus crew. And by the way, hats off to the Haslam's. They won a championship. Yes, they did. Right? And, and they deserve all the credit in the world for that. And they were very invested in that team. I think yeah. he was at the championship game. Right. I'm super happy for them on that front. In fact, I actually think that was a good PR move. Columbus crew, they're an Ohio team. Yep. They don't conflict with any of our Cleveland teams. Good for you. Right. Well done. But when you go and buy a big piece of the Milwaukee Bucks, that did you? It's almost like they didn't read the room before they did that. That I've yet to talk to a diehard Cleveland sports fan that has said this. Man, I'm so glad the Haslam spent whatever on on a team that we're competing for a championship with. By the way, doesn't make sense. I know we don't want to go down this road too much. (laughs) I I can't remember everybody's opinion on this. Real quick, do you want an in? retractable roof for the stadium because I do yes of course I do now Buffalo's going one they are they are Buffalo's yeah yeah. I think I think the governor uh governor Hochul has um cleared the decks and signed the whatever that that they are their new stadium unless they've changed it and I haven't read that but I did read that Hochul is on board state money is coming and it will be if there's public money we got to use it for other things besides football. Can, can, Look can I, at, you, have you guys seen the tents that are popping up in downtown Cleveland? Have you guys seen that? Uh-uh. The homeless. We've, it's, we did a story. Uh, we've done a couple. Of I see it when I drive in every morning. It's very sad. When you come downtown, breaks your heart. That This was a San Francisco problem. This was a Seattle. San Diego problem. Seattle. A Seattle problem. That problem is on our doorstep. Right now, it's a small seed in the ground with a little bit of dirt and a little bit of sunshine and a little bit of water. But what's happened in this Los Angeles, San Francisco, Seattle, when they didn't properly address that treatment, uh, uh, that problem, it expanded and ballooned into unimaginable situations. If you've been to these cities, and I have, if you've been to these cities and you see it, your heart breaks. This is the United States of America. And people it's are living a, it's that It's a way. disgrace that and we allow that And for some reason, it hits me really hard when I see it in my town. It's very sad. It is. And, and, and you're right, Bull. The thought that a half a billion or a billion could go to build a rich owner's Ugh, retractable. Disgusting. What kind of society are we living he in? He should be paying for it That we can himself. ignore the plight of the unfortunate and the disadvantaged and the homeless we had a situation where we had on our property on channel three we had to tell a homeless person who had taken up habit you know she was, was living on our property that you can't do that you where can't be here it was on, on our property channel three really yeah 200 yards 100 yards from where i'm sitting right now i wow. had never i've seen that in other cities that was the first time i'd seen it i know there's homeless in cleveland i know there's homeless in every city but it hits me different when I see it in yeah, my well, town. Yeah, well, usually there's more homeless people in warm in weather warm cities. Clients. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, warm, but yeah, on, on uh, uh, Lakeside, if you go down, right, if you come well, out of Lakeside, our building yeah. and you take a left and you go down yeah, Lakeside. Yeah, that's yeah. a homeless and shelter by the way, over there. Yes, I yeah. do that. It's very as, sad. And I'm not even sure why I do it because re- I know I'm going to be gutted with what I, what I see. It's a reminder that yeah. you are indeedly blessed 
and that if you have a, a certain amount of money, it is not your, out of your kindness or your heart, you are mandated That's to a do responsibility, that. That's by a the responsibility, by the way. And the more you, you have, by the way, the, more the bigger should. that responsibility becomes to help and I, to share and to give what you have. And the notion that our city and state could write a check yeah. for $500 million or a bill, because right now, I guess the cost of a new stadium is like $2 billion. billion. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, the Texas... Uh, the AT&T went for a billion, and everybody was like, a billion? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. That, it was unheard of. And then L.A. went for, I think, $4 billion. And so now, and that's, the, that's now the mecca. But, you know, now the price is like a billion to two billion, depending on what you want to have. crazy. The fact that corporate America could pay for that, but they're going to ask the backs of the taxpayers to pay for half of that, I am the biggest sports advocate you will find. Our society's priorities are wildly skewed if we're going to do that. When we have now in our city an estimated 250 people people living on the streets in this weather, intense, within a half mile of where we're sitting I know. With the snow the other day, it's, I don't know. It was really sad. I was was in Subway the other day, and there was a homeless guy in there, and uh, he asked the woman behind the counter for a soup, and she's like, I can't give it to you for free. So I, I said, buy him a soup. Uh, I'll pay for it. And uh, he looks at me and he goes, can I get a sandwich too? <laughs> and I said, yeah. Why not? I said, give, a, I said, give him a sandwich. It's the little I could do. I, I should be doing more. We all should we be all, doing if, more. If you're, if you're in a position yeah, to do it, yeah. you're, it's not a nice thing to do. It's yeah. not. It's a responsibility. We've got to take care of one another. And, and even if yeah. it's, okay, so if it's not money, the Cleveland Food Bank it, it does incredible work. You know what they're begging for? Folks to come down and bag bag items for, yeah. for two hours. Uh, once a week for two hours. They're begging for that. So even if you don't have money and, in your pocket to help yeah. share, you can go down to the food bank and you can help them sort food and get it into packages that can be delivered to now a growing number of Northeast Ohioans who don't want this food. This is their lifeline. There are people yeah. in Northeast Ohio in the tens of thousands that are relying on this organization and their food, which comes from donations and volunteers to eat, to survive. Yeah. And a lot of the homeless population, they're veterans and breaks my heart. What the way we treat our veterans when they come back is despicable. Uh, we don't do enough for them in the federal. I don't know. I know we've talked about this. a no, while. It's really sad. And, and it disgusting. is obvious, but sometimes it's worth yeah. saying again out loud and you hope that uh, the people will hear it. Uh, I have thought a number of times when I drive by Lakeside of, of, of you guys, and I've thought one day I want to organize a UCSS trip where we go down Lakeside. doesn't matter what time of day you go, what time of night you go. Yeah. And just saying to as many people as we can fit in our vehicles, who wants to go go to lunch with us? And we, and we yeah, do yeah, yeah. eight, ten, whatever we can. The heartbreaking part of that is we probably wouldn't be able to take everybody that's in no. line for a yeah. bed tonight. And you hear but, all these stories about some of these homeless shelters where people are getting beat up and attacked. It's like they, there's no safe place for a lot of no. people to go. It's, no. It's, it sucks. sucks. Definitely a tough situation. We got Sean Merriman joining us in 15 Sorry. minutes to talk all things Browns and football. We got one more topic we got to get in before, Sean. So if you're watching the show, we appreciate you guys. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. You'd be amazed at how much that does for UCSS. On the back end of YouTube, just hit a simple like, a simple subscribe. It is completely free, and we really, really appreciate it. Tyvis, while we have you here, we, we have, we'd be remiss not to talk Ohio State. And uh, Jay talked about spending. Well, Ohio State certainly did that in troves this offseason. Their portal class is tops in the country. Uh, Bull put it on Twitter. I think it's accurate. They have spent more than the Cleveland Guardians have this offseason. Yep. What did I say? You said in troves. Yeah, troves. Yeah. Oh, what was I supposed to say? Just off one letter. <laughs> Droves. Troves. But that's okay. We <laughs> love you for that, Mike. Troves. And, and I looked at each I other. I wasn't going to say anything, but I – and now it's so funny now when this happens. I immediately make eye contact with Bull, and as soon as he sees I'm looking at him, Bull goes, <laughs> and I can't, I lose it. it what is what, – I got to look up what – okay, well, whatever. Go ahead. Don't Droves change, Mike. We love you for it. In droves. Oh, it's, it's droves. In no, droves. My bad. My, that's I, okay. I, I'm, young. I'm young. I'm young and innocent. 
That's right. Uh, I'm yeah. young and innocent. I don't know about innocent. Yeah, That's young. hilarious. Travis, let's talk about the uh, incoming portal class for the Buckeyes. How'd they pull it off, and how much pressure is on Ryan Day to get it done this year? Well, first year? of all, Mike, you just got to stay in your lane. You got to use the words that you <laughs> yeah, know. You actually know. But no, you know what? I, I, my lane. son is very much like that. He was when he was younger. And I disagree with you. Oh, you, uh, you encourage it him. To- here's why. It shows confidence, which I love. But it's also, he's never going to learn if someone doesn't say, Mikey, it's not troves, it's droves. <laughs> and he'll never misuse that yeah, word again. So he just got better today. That's right. I, I got better. Did you get better today, Tyvis? Not yet. <laughs> I, you know what? I will tonight when this parlay hit. I will be a lot better. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. The Buckeyes. What was the question? Is it do or die in 2014? Listen, I think that for, for years it's been – the SEC and the South has has been all of these rumors about how they've always spent money to get these recruits. And up here at Ohio State, you felt like we still winning games and we didn't even have to do things like that, you know? Well, in fairness, be quiet. <laughs> Listen, I'm a Buckeye fan, but the be full quiet. narrative is it was going on here and we got caught. And be we quiet. Shh. <laughs> you had a floor in the second. Okay. Like I said, in 2012 to 2015, I know for <laughs> a go. fact that Tyvis Powell didn't receive not one payment from the Ohio State University. So, like I said, they, we have been successful without getting paid, no matter what Jay is about to say. And I think that uh, this year, when you look at what they, the moves that they've made, you know, I think that Ryan Day learned from the Missouri coach. He said, you know, I gave up play calling. I became just a head coach, and my world just became so much better. I became a better head coach because of it. So I think Ryan Day took some some of that knowledge, and he's applied it with Bill O'Brien. Getting Bill O'Brien in here, a guy who's been an NFL head coach, who's been a college head coach, who's called plays, you know, and he's coming in here to call plays, and you can bounce that off the wall with Ryan Day with the great play calls that he has. That means that offense should be better. You're getting guys to come back to Ohio State because they realized that in 2020, they was just in the national championship. But in 2020, a lot of those guys weren't on this roster. They were coming in the following year. Since they've been at Ohio State, the program has taken a dive. They haven't won a Big Ten championship. They haven't beat the team up north, and they were a field goal away from winning or going to a national championship. So they look at it like when you come to Ohio State, your job is to keep the program either at the top or make it better. And this this class that's now going to be juniors or seniors this year have not done that. And they've taken pride in that. They decided to come back because they want to they want to at least accomplish those things and they can. And then he said, "Oh, by the way, let's make the roster better. Let's go get some guys in the transfer portal." For the first time, NIL has finally decided to play a big part. You know, people have been donating. People have been going out to get these big-time recruits. They see that if we raise money, we can have the right to get these Tyvis. guys. I say all that to say yeah. the roster is good enough. Yeah. They should win it all this year. If they don't win it all, they better at least beat the team up north. Or Ryan Day is getting fired right in Columbus, right. Ohio, if he loses that game. Julian saying, is he the starting quarterback? No. Definitely. No, there's going to be a battle for the yeah, starting quarterback. between so, him and who the Will Howard, Which, by kid. the way, I love Will Howard is the okay. kid that got from how, Kansas State. How much better? But are he's the, the future. I think Howard's got one year. right? Yeah, Howard's got one. So year. So how and, much better are those guys than what they had? I mean, is it a big difference or? Well, I mean, Will Howard is the guy who has experience. I mean, he he never he was at Kansas State. He's the six five. He got the big arm. He got some mobility. So he kind of reminds you like a Josh Allen, a poor man's Josh Allen. Okay. That's kind of what he reminds you of. Ju- of, uh, of Steve McNair. Julian's yeah. Mm. Julian's saying literally just got. He's been on. School. He's been on a college campus for yeah. two weeks. He's okay. Early like, enrolling at kind of Alabama. Is? He was the number one oh, quarterback. He is then. the. He's the guy. Oh, well, what's his style? Oh, I both. Yeah. Run, yeah. He can yeah. do it all. Yeah. He can throw. But it. they also they also got Aaron Nolan, who was like the fifth best quarterback coming out. They okay. enrolled so, in January. So who's the prediction? What's the prediction? Who starts this year? Impossible. Oh, I think yeah. Howard this year. Yeah, Howard yeah. probably. Oh, okay. But I think the real discussion here is Aaron Nolan or Sayant or Holtz. Right. So, so me, who knows? So let me give you this, man. I, I, I want to talk about this because I, I would like to see Ohio State be one of the first programs that can combat the uh, transfer portal. So you got a number one quarterback. You got a, a transfer that's a, 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 a senior. So obviously, if you really want to do it right, you would like to shirk those first two dudes. 
Probably. Yeah. Nolan to say, yeah. And play Howard. Yeah. Get him yeah. up out of here. Then have a quarterback competition between them two and any the other dude would transfer out. The problem is probably now in NIL and transfer portal, Howard to play. Saying will be like, mm, I ain't trying to be sitting around here. I ain't waiting a year. And Nolan will be like, mm, I don't even know if I want to compete. I'm nah, going to go somewhere. Nah, I don't know that's they not the, the playing field yeah. when they decided yeah. to come here. Yeah. Now, it, it changes with quarterback. Now, let me ask you this. Why don't y'all have signing bonuses? Like, if you tell me in NIL, I say, yo, you want to come here? I'm going to give you another 100000 just to stay if you come back next year. Because I want to head that off immediately. I want you to be in the system. I'm gonna tell the young two. Well, I mean that that's something that can be done now. Coming out as a high school yes. recruit, yes. that you that's illegal. So I can't I can't say you get if you stay this amount of time. That's illegal. I, so you can't get that off. <laughs> why why is that, that illegal? A why? signing bonus to come here. That's illegal. Uh, no why, a signing why? bonus to stay. To, like so, you already on the roster. He's on the roster. Oh right? yeah, that's different. So yeah, can, no, so, that's different. So they can pay him two hundred. They say, listen, yeah, if you here? Oh yeah, I gave you a hundred. I give you two fifty. Yeah, to the next year. Oh yeah, that's the new it's way. It's not illegal. It's just against the rules. No, 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 no. That's legal. I thought he was saying a high no, no, school. But even what you're saying is not illegal. It's not against the law. It's yeah, against but, the rules. But it's the rules. Let, yeah. let me see that camera, yeah. Steve. Let me see. Hold on. Wait a minute. Ohio State does not do that. We do not. Dumb question. We don't give signing bonuses to high school players. We just that's where. Can we I don't. Ask, can I ask a dumb so question? Let's, let's get that solidified right now. We got that solidified. Thank Simon, you. But solidified. I have questions. <laughs> you can offer an NIL deal to an incoming freshman. Yeah. So what's the difference? So how is it different if it's worded as a bonus? Well, it's, I don't understand that. I, yeah, me either. Oh, but I literally. <laughs> I know that it's it's funny. It's funny because I just had this conversation about forty-eight hours but it ago. Is, it is. It, you cannot do that. Okay. So, well, that's interesting. So okay. just call it something. So else. what? So what? I, so what, like I said, Ohio State, we don't do signs. So it's bonus. not the wild, wild west. What? It's just the wild west. Yeah. I don't yeah, know what's going on. I can't speak for everybody else. How good is he running back? Ohio State, we really good. The Ole Miss guy. Yeah. Or Mississippi State. He was Ole Miss. He led the SEC in rushing and rushing touchdowns as a true freshman two yeah, years ago. Really I think good. he was second in the SEC. He has a ton of carries. Now, we talk about running backs, the carries. He ran the ball a ton as a freshman sophomore, but he was the number one rated running back in the transfer portal. He's a two-time All-SEC player. Yeah. He comes with a very, very decorated pedigree and resume. Right, he's already done it SEC. against great defenses. Like, is he so, going to be a, a fairly high draft pick next year? Or He's a running back. They don't get paid. No, I mean, <laughs> in terms of where running backs go. You get like, a good internship. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, is he a second-round pick uh, or is oh, he a sixth-round pick? Well, it yeah. depends yeah. on what he yeah. does next year. Right. I think hey, Henderson, too much. Henderson is back. He ain't going to get all them carries. No, they'll be splitting carries, and that's fine because last year with the injuries that the Buckeyes have, I will say this, Tyvis. This class is more suited to what Ohio State wants to do. You got a running quarterback. He's 6'5", 240. You can now incorporate all the rest of the stuff. You can go back to some Braxton Miller, JT Barrett, different type stuff. Uh, even Terrell Pryor. Run the quarterback, quarterback power, all those things. You get your running backs. You got two of them, a couple of them now. You being be able to run more traditional stuff. And you're not going to have the they got receivers, but yeah. they don't have the names. Oh, they got out. one coming in. They got one coming in. They got in. the number one, oh, and I Jeremiah watched him in the Smith. All-America game. And Unreal. It's rarely that you see someone separate in that game because they're playing against That's all elite they, players. That's what everybody they're, say. They say This kid, I watched the whole game. Julio Jones is special. special. The Buckeye Shrine, the Buckeye cult is bigger than G. Bush's cult. Oh, yeah. That Buckeye yeah. cult is you. They will tell you, listen, I heard some people telling me, you know, I don't want to say it. It's kind of blasphemous, but uh, Marvin Harrison. I mean, Marvin, hey, Maserati Marv is great, but this new receiver we got coming in, I said, don't you do that. Tyvis, did you <laughs> see the All-American game? I watched him score I watched the touchdown. The I watched him consistently getting separation. He made unbelievable athletic they, plays. They better than Gary Terrific Wilson. catch. They, yes. They say he's good. Yeah, higher, high, listen, coming in? This is, yes. So, so listen. He's, this, a higher, he, he's oh, the number one rated So let me, let me tell you this. because I, I, I love the Buckeye I, I just said this to somebody. I love the Buckeye Listen, this is the problem with well, today's. Rated. This is the problem is, with today's yeah. society. We, we often quick to crown people before we That's see fair. Oh, and God, yes. I, That's fair. I'm, You're not crowning there. I, I got yeah. to see it on Saturday. You know I, I was talking to you. That's who I was I'm talking to. I'm glad you said that. I, we'll see what he is. I, I, I'm not going to say that, nothing. That's fair. And I typically look with a squinted eye at recruiting ranks and all of that nonsense. Mm. You're rating 17-year-old kids. That's kind of yeah. sick. 
All of that being said, it is. I just don't like it. It's disturbing. Hell, half the men don't even have their half the boys don't even have their man body yet. So, but here's what I will say to that: what I do place a lot of credence in are my eyes, mm-hmm. and I don't always. I, I don't want to see high school Smith. tape. I don't want to see high school tape, and here's why. I've seen high school tape from a kid from Idaho playing seven on seven. Yeah, right. Like, that does nothing for right. me. Playing against I need to see you against elite competition. That's what I'm saying. And that's why I watch that game with such great interest. Every year, I'm fascinated in that game. I, I watch that game, and from the very first play of the game, because I was looking at him most of the time. Yeah. I'm like, okay. A lot of what I read on this kid is now has more credence with me because I'm seeing it with my own eyes. I can't remember the school that the kid's going to. There was a DB that was guarding him that I think oddly committed to Syracuse, but it was Syracuse. Oh, uh, yeah, I think I do remember Georgia. That. Yeah, and, you know, like, and I'm like, this kid, what the hell I is this kid doing? I did see that. <laughs> that kid was on him, and Smith was chewing him up. And this was like a, one of the top-rated DBs in the I, country. I, I got to see it on Saturday. All right. I, 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 I don't I do, I don't do that anymore. Too. So you got no. the bag? So you, you got the bag, though? Okay. The, Smith, the Smith kid? I'm not going to By the way, oh, I'm not going to talk about off the, off we, the record. We just we'll got talk breaking about news. No, Rich, got paid. Rich Rod is going back to Coach Michigan. I wish. And the Michigan got a big uh, punter out of the portal. So congratulations. <laughs> there, uh, Steve, your 15 minutes of fame is over. You cheated your way to your national championship. I call it 15 minutes of shame. Jeez. And now you cheated your way to the championship, and now Michigan's irrelevant again. <laughs> kind of feels that way. Rich right? Rodriguez is going back No, I'm you? kidding. But, that was a joke. Yeah, oh, okay. But Michigan is irrelevant. Again. They are. Yeah, yeah they are. It, th- this was, uh, you know, I think within the week, we're going to hear that Jim Harbaugh is taking an NFL job. Yep. Some some say it's going to be the Chargers, but there yep. are others it's, that say there are some big names. Mike Vrabel is I, one of them attached to that yep. job right I now. heard Justin Herbert and, uh, might be sleeping over at Harbaugh's house. And he did invite a kicker. You know. He had a, a sleepover with a kicker. Yep. That he stole away from Connor State, Stallions just got hired by the Chargers. Hey, <laughs> is there is, is coincidence? Yeah. I don't know. Hey, that's unacceptable. No, no. I, I no the, the real question here because we got to move on. <laughs> but the real question here is is it is it this year? Does he have to beat? Does he have to win the national championship? I, I, I he has say, to beat Michigan. Has to. That's hundred. That's a given because the game's at home. I just expect yeah. us to win when it's in Columbus. I expect us to lose when it's Ann Arbor. It's a rivalry. That's the way they they, they work. They absolutely have to beat Michigan. Michigan's going to be down. Yeah, no doubt. They're going to have a new coach. They're not going to be, you know, they're not going to know all the plays that are going to be called. They're they're just, they are definitely on the decline. But to say they have to win a national championship, they're also saying in Georgia right now, oh, this, we have to win it this year. Yeah. They're saying in other schools. You think they got to win a championship? Or what's the have to for Ryan Day? Oh, he has to beat the team up north. I think he has to make it to the final. He got to beat the team up north, and he got to beat, and he got to win the Big Ten championship. Has to. That's a given. Has to. And he has to make it to the final four. (laughs) Final four. If they stub their toe and lose to Penn State, let's say, it's also over for Ryan Day. Yeah, he he's got to run the table, which is that's a high bar, but it's Columbus. They lose to Georgia in the national semifinals in a hard fought game. Okay, which is exactly what happened last year. Michigan and got there that you know, but it can't be what it was this year. That can't happen. Well, and by the way, we we say it can't be what it was this year. Just to remind everybody what it was this year. The last two years, they've lost to the eventual national champion. They lost on a missed field goal at the end of the game to the eventual champion, Georgia. They played Michigan closer than anyone else and scored more points against Michigan than well, anyone I else. Well, I mean, Alabama had the chance to beat Michigan at the end of the game. They didn't do it. I know, but it was I, just as close. There were many plays in that I, Ohio State game that if I'm they flip one the play, end, you Ohio win State or you lose. That's all that matters. I, I get that, but yeah. if you say it can't be this year. They lost to the eventual national champ this but year. But you just said it. If they lose plate. to Michigan, he's done. Right. That's all I'm saying. But what, what can't happen this year is they've got to make it to the Final Four this year. Yeah. There's now going to be 12 teams. Right. Ryan Day is going to have to win two big games. That's right. Likely two, unless he's in the top four. But yeah. I, he needs to do that. That's right. It, they me. should be in the top four. They better be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're going to bring in Sean Merriman here. We've had him on a couple times. Been an awesome guest to talk all things football. And also, if you watch, you want to watch some great mixed martial arts action this weekend. Uh, it's actually it's coming up. But it's the Lights Out 14. It's on February 16th. Not this weekend. I got my dates wrong. It's next month. But it's coming up on Fubo Pay-Per-View. They have some highlight star-studded main events, and Sean Merriman's here to talk a little bit more about that and the NFL playoffs, the Browns, and much more. So let's welcome in our guy, Pro Bowl, All-Pro, should be a Hall of Famer, Mr. Sean Merriman. Sean, Sean, we got to get to it. 
we got to get to it. I, I want to just come out and say it. Mm. Uh, the news has hit. Uh, Talia Tungvaloa is uh, in the transfer portal. No, he's he's, no, the, he's going, he's going to, the to the league. Oh, he they, went to the league. They no, denied the him his uh, six so, years. So, hey, they, so he's yeah. he, so he's he's been out of it. He's got ten years. Like I think he's a veteran <laughs> there. Now here's the thing: have, have they ever approached you at Maryland? You are a big you are a big uh, you know you know guy philanthropist. Yeah. So have they approached you? And be like, listen, we we got this nil deals. We need a quarterback in here to compete with uh, Ohio State and Michigan. What you doing? I'm cutting the check. Uh, oh, hey, hey! hey. Now, he, see, he, see, he, he, he's like on record saying this. Yeah, Sean, Sean, <laughs> CJ Stroud just wrote a half a milli check to Ohio State. We're not talking six figures, right? Yeah, yeah, we talking six figures. I'm, I'm, I told Locks and him I'll, I'll cut him a check. Uh, Mike Loxley, but you know, I'm a, I'm a Mike Loxley guy. And look, I, I actually believe in what they got going on, right? Oh. Um, and, and let's with the NIL stuff, like, yeah, you're going to have your one or two guys that we're talking about, like the, the massive, massive. But if, you, if you're throwing out 10, 15,000, 20,000 here, you, you can keep some core guys, man. But you have to, in this day and age, you got to have something on the table. Uh, whether people like it or not, whether they agree with it or not, that's just the way things are now, and you ain't getting away from it. Sean, I would think it, it, it's like the that. Under Armour money, right, I at like Maryland. I, I would think that Maryland would be one of the schools that's most likely to emerge in the next 10 years. Where's Boomer? As a, as a well, I, I'm talking Let's corporate Bo- money. Though. I, I'm talking yeah. Boomer, like, Boomer Siasen. Yeah, but Boomer Siasen isn't Under Armour it ain't, it's Under Armour. He's got a lot of money, too. Get Under Boomer Armour out there. Right, checks. I would think that Maryland is well-positioned. They've got a great coach there. They've got some nice momentum. Now that you can just out and out write checks and they've got a guy who we know wants this program to be great and on the map, I would think they're well positioned to become one of the teams that was a team that you always knew about and looked at, but I think they can in the in the future become a team that you're like, oh, okay, Maryland's doing it like that. Yeah, but and you know that's you're talking about Under Armour and Kevin Plank specifically, right? Because right. you know Kevin Plank played football there. Sure. And this is a conversation I had with KP. Man, KP has done so much for the University of Maryland. Man, I'm not talking about just Under Armour. He has done a lot. That new practice facility. I don't know if you guys got a chance to see it or not. I've but heard about it. It ain't nothing. Close, it ain't nothing close to what we played. We played in when I was there, right? Right. Um, and this was something I talked to Kevin Plank about. Man, he can't be the only one. Um, that's doing stuff for the school. And I've that's talked true. to, you know, Vernon yeah. Davis, uh, Quayle Jackson, um, a, a lot of us former guys who had, you know, fortunate enough to have a lot of success when we got done. And we're all coming together, putting something together right now um, oh. to jump in because Kevin, because Kevin Plank, man, he's done so much. He can't continue to do everything on his own there. And we got enough guys, man, to have success after we were done. So we, we got something cooking, but we got, we got to play ball, man. We, you know, we're trying to win. So yeah, it is All like right. Phil Knight in Oregon. I mean, when you think about it, it's probably on a smaller scale, but you're absolutely right. What he has done for that school is, is unimaginable. And there's gotta be other guys grabbing the rope. Yeah. Sean, on, on a different note, I'm curious here, you know, the AFC championship game, I think we're all fascinated. I, I personally think whoever wins that game is going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, the Ravens have clearly been the best team in football this year. There's no doubt about it. But the Chiefs got Patrick Mahomes. So who are you leaning towards in that? You, you know, typically, man, over the past several years or so, I would I would say this is a layup for Patrick Mahomes. But let's let's be honest, man. They're they're not the same team that they once was, right? They're not as dominant. They're winning, and that's a big part of because of Patrick Mahomes and what he's been capable of doing. Travis Kelsey, he's getting up there in age, but he can still go out there and dish it out. Chris Jones, that dude is that dude is on another level. But right now, the way the Ravens are playing, their brand of football that they're playing, I don't think anybody can beat them. And not just because their talent, you know, I don't know if you guys seen the other day, um, one of the inside line, I don't know if it was Smith or Queen that came out and said that I don't care if it's my cousin coming on the field, they're getting dealt with. Right? Like that, that, that that's the mentality that they have, man, and they're punching people in the mouth. And and I gotta give uh, Houston credit, right? Because first of all, nobody, I don't care who you are, nobody thought that Houston was getting there. No one. And so they made it there and you saw the the, the levels um, and, and not only just uh, talent, but the level of playing style that they start to beat 
Houston up towards the end of that second half. Like, they just couldn't even take it anymore. And that's how the Ravens are playing football right now. They're playing four quarters, and they're going to line up and punch in the mouth. And by the way, there's there's nobody. I would say the Lions maybe, but there's no one else in, in, in the playoffs right now that is more physical than the Baltimore Ravens. Well, I'm glad you brought up that because I need to go to the NFC and I want to ask you mainly about two pass rushers. You know, obviously they got San Francisco got Nick Bosa and the Lions got Aiden Hutchinson, who's doing a really good job. Which one of them do you think makes the bigger impact in their game? And which one of them reminds you of yourself? Because I know me for myself, for myself, I'm more of a Nick Bosa guy when I play DN. <laughs> yeah. Shut, 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 shut up. Man. We ain't gonna start this fine morning off by lying now. Come on, now, Steve. Hey, wait a minute. Wait, Sean, listen. Hold on. Wait a minute. Sean, let me tell you. When I played in Muni League, I started my career off in Muni League as playing defensive end. I won defensive MVP for my team. I'm telling you. I was in the backfield. I like Julius Peppers. Tell you it's zero. No, I swear. No, no, no. I said in Muni no, League. You were like Julius Peppers. I was like Julius Peppers. I'm telling you. I was around the tackle sacks. We're not, we're not going to start off by giving participation awards See, away now. Right, That's yeah, all right. All right. I got, uh, now I got to bring the trophy in. Muni League. <laughs> I, look, I, I think, look, I think Nick Bosa is the best pass rush in football. Um, and and, I'll, and it is, uh, you know, I would say uh, Micah Parsons is next and Garrett, uh, Mike, uh, Miles Garrett. You can kind of go down the line, TJ Watt. And I'm not talking about a big separation. I'm just talking about, you know, incremental amounts. But I think Nick Bosa probably is the best pass rush in football. I think Hayden, uh, uh, Aiden, Hutchison and what he's doing right now, he's making a bigger impact. If that makes it, he's making a bigger impact because he's having these game changing plays. You look at the end, man. This dude is is splitting double teams. Um, you know his his retrail and retrace and how he chased down the ball, man. He's just he's always up, even when he's not making a play or a sack back there, he's causing a problem in that backfield. So yeah, I'll, I'll always give it to Nick Bosa. I think Nick Bosa is the best pass rusher in football. But right now, the, the biggest impact is Aiden Hutchinson. Hey, hey, Sean, let me ask you this question about defensive ends because obviously we have Miles Garrett here and, um, you know, in a, in a championship game, you know, people talked not championship game, but wild card game. Uh, they talked about not having the impact that you want. When I was growing up playing defensive end in college, they you couldn't just run around blocks. Like you had to, like they're like, oh no, you got to deliver hands. You got to take it on, shed the ball. And, and, and definitely you weren't allowed running upfield and just, and just playing the pass. Today, I don't really understand, like, do defensive ends have run responsibility? Because I see a lot of guys just swimming, just moving inside, no gap integrity. Like, is that the new wave, or what, what are we doing now? Yeah, look, right now, man, everybody knows that sacks is money, right? And so you see a lot of these guys flying up the field, and that's why I joke around now that I got 12 to 15 snaps of me because I can run up the field also, right? <laughs> like, you know, now they, now, they throw a screen or a draw. I'm not changing direction, that's for sure. I'm straight up still, still. Uh, but I think the, the game has changed, right, because they're throwing the ball 65 to 70, 70% plus times during the game, and, and the, the running has kind of taken a backseat. Back when I was playing, man, we played Kansas City Chiefs, and they would line up in that power set, and they're running the ball 30 times. And, you, and they, don't give a, they don't give a game whether you know that they're doing it or not. They're running the ball with that fullback coming tight down the field, Ooh. that pulling guard. I mean, just all kind of just brutality oh right there. Gosh. And then, then what happened was when they started doing play action off of that form, then the passing game started to open up. Now they're just lining back up in shotgun and, and, and just going. You know they're throwing the ball, they're setting it there, and that's just, just the name of the game. So – you're right, man. The game has changed tremendously when it comes to that standpoint. But, to again, I want to add this. The reason why I keep saying the Baltimore Ravens is because they're playing a brand of football that no one's accustomed to doing anymore, right? They're not lining back. Look at on the offensive side of the ball. They're finishing plays. They're lowering their shoulders. They're physical on on, on both sides of the football, man. That's why I had the, the, the Ravens going all the way. Sean, you know, before this year, Lamar – had struggled in the playoffs, and he had some disappointing losses. He really hadn't played a good game. I actually thought in the first half against Houston, like especially in the second quarter, I thought he looked a little tight just from an observer who never played. And then for whatever reason in the second half, he looked like that was the best he'd ever played in the playoffs that second half. Do you think he's kind of a little more free now and relaxed, or do you still think he has a lot of pressure to try to you know get to his first Super Bowl against uh, Mahomes? No, I, I noticed that as well. And, and look, you walk into the game with a tremendous amount of pressure, right? Because 
every athlete will tell you, and I, I don't read those clippings. I don't, I don't read the media. That's that's BS, right? We all know that. They they're looking and they're looking to see that. Oh man, people are saying that he can't get wins in the playoffs. He's struggling. He hasn't been there. I think Lamar Jackson's biggest issue he's had about the playoffs, outside of the the ones that he didn't play well in, is just he hasn't been healthy. What this is the first time we're seeing a, a healthy Lamar Jackson in a very long time, and that's scary. So. I think it's less about what he can do in the playoffs and more about just him walking into the games healthy now where he's not battling the ankle. He's not battling the knees. He's had these problems and walking into a healthy. And then, too, look at his post-game interviews. These guys are more focused. They're not even talking about Super Bowl. They're talking about the very next game, the very next play. They're very focused and locked in, man. So this is a, diff this is a different Lamar Jackson than we've seen in a long time. Hey, Sean, the Chargers are looking for a new coach. Do you have a pick? Somebody's going to help us win, man. That's that's about it. Um, Do you prefer Hawkeye you know, I think, when Vrabel's name is out there? I, I think this. Um, obviously, the fan favorite, everybody wants Jim Harbaugh. Now, I even got in on the phone on social media kind of joking around and whatnot. Um, I think the fans want Jim Harbaugh, and that's and that's fine because you know what he can do walking into, a, walking into the door. You got Justin Herbert and Cannon Island. You got an all-pro left tackle. You got Derwin James and Khalil Mack Bosa. You got a squad, right? You got people that, that you know can go out and win football games right now. I just want to, you know, kind of think of the overall picture that if it just so happened that Jim Harbaugh didn't come there, Vrabel is my number two. Like, yeah. I just think that his mentality, because that, to me, in my opinion, the Chargers' biggest problem this year was their mentality and have an identity, which they didn't have either. Yeah. Uh, they got the guys there. They got pro bowlers. They got all pros. We, uh, Derwin James, Khalil Mack, me. Khalil Mack finished what was 17 sacks this year, so he's That's still crazy. going. But, but that that mentality that they once had, the mentality that we had of being dominant, we knew who we were. We wanted to show everybody else who we were. They didn't have that this year. And I think if Rabel, if Jim Harbaugh, if they couldn't get the deal done, which they should. I mean, this is a this is a match made in heaven. We know that Jim Harbaugh loves Justin Herbert. He's been public about that. He's he had a relationship with the Chargers about playing for him back in the day. Um, he wants to come to a big market, which is in L.A. Everything is lining up for Jim Harbaugh to be there. But I just Chargers fans and just people around, I, I would not shy away from taking a real look at Vrabel if Jim Harbaugh didn't work out. Yeah, the Vrabel thing is, man, everywhere he goes, toughness follows. Mm. And the, you're right. The menu is loaded with incredible ingredients. I think that the biggest jump from last year to this year is going to be the Chargers, whoever takes the job, because I yeah. felt the coaching staff – was holding this team back from its true potential. They're going to need They've a new running back, though, right? Eckler looks they, like he's... Yeah, what happened to Eckler? He yeah. got old real fast. Messed them up. Yeah, he got... He got yeah, he got... Eckler was banged up. Uh, but I think, too, and, and I think that uh, Austin Eckler would agree to this, and I think he even said it a little bit publicly, you need two running backs in, in this in this business, man. You yeah. need two running backs yeah. that can have one-two punch. Pollard, right, for the Cowboys, good. But, I mean, he wasn't as good when... Um, you know, Zeke. when uh, Ezekiel Elliott was there. So you, you need that one-two punch combo. Somebody's going to take the load off of you and be able to stay fresh for a whole season. That's that's how you take away some reps. You add some endurance, add some quality runs. But if you just if you just pound the ball down down the field and you're relying on one running back to get it done, that's just not the way the game works anymore. Yeah. So there's this thing. You know, obviously we got Miles Garrett here. And um, you could give us some some insight on this. He seems to always start off well. Seems to start off with, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13 sacks. Uh, the last couple of years has not had uh, the, the production in the second half of the season. I think the last eight games he had like one sack or something. If you look at his career compared to the other great pass rushers in the league, his sack, I, I, obviously there's, more, there's other things besides sacks, but if you just look at sacks, the other pass rushers in the top, top ones in the league in their career – don't have a noticeable drop-off in Month December and January. Yeah. Why is that? Miles Garrett has a noticeable drop-off consistently in his career, and we, we don't get it. I, I always said this, and, and I'd say this the first day that I met Miles Garrett, I seen him in person. I was like, this dude is just a freakish athlete. Like, if you see him in person, and I'm a, you know, I'm a pretty big dude, man. So when I say that, I'm walking up next to somebody, and I say, man, this dude is a freakish athlete. My only gripe in my, has always been really with Miles Garrett is the consistency to take over games, the consistencies of longevity, the consistencies of being that dude for you know 17 weeks. And that that is when you are a game changer. He can take over a game. We've seen him do it multiple times. This dude can and, and you can't say that about a lot of people.
he can single-handedly affect a football game just by him being on the field. And what happens is, and I was told this by Ray Lewis when I was when I was you know 17, 18 years old, um, when I was at the university, when I was at the University of Maryland, is that big players show up in big games and have big games against the big quarterbacks. That is when you kind of set the set the tone and you start having your name mentioned up there with the greatness. So anytime I seen Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, any one of the Ben Roethlisberger, just go back and look how many sacks I have in these guys. And I was, you know, I, that was instilled in my mind that you can't have a drop off later on during the season. You can't have a drop off in smaller moments. That AFC Championship game uh, that we had against the Patriots, I had two or three sacks in that game. You have to show up in those big games because nobody's going to remember those fifteen plus sacks you had during the regular season. They're going to remember those turnovers that you had in critical moments. They're going to remember the sack forced fumbles that you had, or they had to throw it fast because you got the offensive lineman thrown up in the quarterback's face. And so they'll remember those things. They're not going to remember everything else. So I hope that Miles Garrett legacy, whatever he decides to get done, is not that he was just a great player during the regular season, though he was a good player for Cleveland. He needs to go down as one of the greats because he has the capabilities of doing it, but it's really up to him to keep it consistent. Sean, you know, first of all, shout out to your new, your lights out uh, event. First, it's on a very important day, probably the biggest day of the year. February 16th, Tyvus will be turning 30 years old that day. <laughs> so that's a really good job out of you for doing it on the be- the biggest holiday on this year. Um, talk about that event, who's fighting, and how was the last fight with the two girls, or the two women, I should say. Women, women. Yeah, well, I, so we, we ended up moving our Coleman event. The girl fight didn't happen. What, uh, the other one didn't. She didn't make weight, and she kind of pulled out the last one. But it was fortunate because our, our main event with uh, uh, Nick, uh, Nakatani, was our biggest fight that we've ever had. Um, and this car, we're coming right right now with Tommy Aaron. Tommy Aaron, the guy with the belt across his uh, shoulders, Tony Fer- Ferguson's guy. Tony's at our fights a lot. To the right of him is Alba Morales. Um, he fought the UFC before. He, he's trying to get back to the UFC. He's fighting on this card as well. Uh, we got A.J. Hodgkins, man. It's also He's going to open open the card up on the amateurs tonight. He, he played linebacker at, uh, at Oregon. So uh, we we got a we got a big one this one. We're already I think about fifty or sixty percent sold out online, and we've never done that this far away from the fight in the company. Um, and we just had you know massive jumps on football TV, football sports. And after this fight, man, we got some really big announcement where we're going to have the opportunity with, with bigger distribution and, and shown practically all over the world. So um, I think it's it's just really cool for us because we got the next up and coming superstars. I, I think the two of these guys on this card alone are probably go to the UFC right when they done with us. Um, but we got some big announcements coming uh, for 2024. Sean, what's the what's the weights and for the classes? You know, like how do you what's the weights that you got to be to be to fight each other? Well, we you know, we got the one 147 pounders. We got 170 pounders, 205s. I mean, one, you know, we, we have, a, I think, with five different weight classes. OK, so we're know, like, so, so like right now I'm like I'm 240. Where would that put mm-hmm. me at? Like, what's my range that I can find? Two No. Yeah, I wouldn't go. To, I wouldn't go to heavyweights for you. I, I would try to drop as much as I could. You, you know what? Well, no, no, well, well, the reason reason being is because I think I just started this on the set. We can break the record of like the biggest fight ever. Me versus you would sell out. And we Dude, make a bunch killed, of money. Man. Listen, no, I wouldn't. No, Sean, I wouldn't. See, that's the thing. Y'all don't trust me. Y'all don't trust me. No, we love Sean, you. You don't think I can handle? You don't think I can handle over here? No, look, look, I think you'll show up. You seen? You seen the uh, video? The guy, the bell ring. He just jumped right out the ring and leaves. I, I saw that. I did not see that. Oh, it was hilarious. It was funny because the commentator I would never do that. Don't blink during this fight because if you blink, you might miss it. He's won his last five fights, and four of them were real? almost immediately. Ding, ding, and this dude got out the ring and left. I'm cool. hey. Oh, my God. I'm where upset. was this? It was, I saw it yesterday online somewhere. <laughs> That's crazy. It's the, it's the real deal. I couldn't believe that happened. But look, there's a cage, so you got to do some climbing to get out that cage. That's right. the ring. So you might be short on that. I think I, listen, I think with the, right, with the right trainers, man, listen, I – Put on a couple more pounds. Sean, I think I can hey, lights out, Tyvis. What yeah, that mean? Sean, about, well, they about to call me lights on. on. What you mean? Yeah. What you mean? They're going to have to cut the lights on. Hello. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sean, he, uh, he does a little gimmick where he uh, competes against athletes at Ohio State and other sports. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm Ty- a former wrestler, so Ty- I, was, I watched with great interest when he decided to get on the mat with a very renowned Ohio State wrestler. And – 
If I, to I say my, he got his ass kicked, whoa, I'm I, being nice. I, I handle my own. No, you didn't. I handle my own. Which one are you talking about? The one that you sent me. I watched The heavy it. or the light? I think it was a smaller dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. I handle my own on that one. No, what you, you mean? Hell yeah, I handle my own. Well, <laughs> And they, they said the eye, the eye in the sky don't lie, so I need yeah. to see that film. Yeah, yeah. Thank <laughs> you, Time is tries on YouTube. Hey, Sean, Look good it up. Good luck with the fight. Uh, we hope it works out well, and uh, we're glad to hear big things are happening for your for your company. It sounds great. You got it, man. Appreciate it. All right, man. Awesome. Thanks, Sean. Sean, uh, Sean right, I'll send you Perfect. the uh, link to the Tyvis video yeah, if you want to watch it. You get some uh, okay. feedback. And then, uh, and then make a video for Make sure you watch some Make tape. a video for us critiquing his performance. <laughs> make sure you watch Let, let me just tape. say this. He doesn't know what a sprawl is, okay? He doesn't have... It's a, all natural uh, ability. He doesn't know how to cross face. He had opportunities. He just didn't know what he was doing. See? Hey, look, 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 a lot of these guys go do a couple CrossFit uh, practices and think it's legit. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> Hey, flip, flip, flip a couple of tires. I'd have him at 220. See, that's why yeah. I'm trying Damn, to you've been gaining weight. Yeah, I, I got a lot of bagels. No, I, no, I mean, actually, this it's month, I, sugar. I gave up bread, and yeah. for the past, this is day three of me not having sugar. I was too far. Yeah, but, but after day one, he Take told me when I was walking in the gym, he goes, I gotta tell you, man. Oh yeah. I tried giving up sugar. I looked at that candy all day. I walked day. in my I walked in hey. my closet like five times. I mean, twenty times, and I looked at that candy two, like. Two, God. Two, take it from two fat Shut guys. Up, you know you gain weight when your lower back start aching, and you'd be like, "Is my lower back aching?" And I'm yeah. walking in the grocery store. Well, my back ain't hurting. So. By, by the way, guys, on a real quick football note, I was I don't know what made me look this up real quick, but uh, it was something about Sean. It said about injuries, maybe or something. I don't know. But I was thinking about how we talked all year about how there were tons of injuries, right? There was yeah. a record number of starting of players that started games. At quarterback. Yes. But in the end, of the of the 14 teams that made the playoffs, there were 12 quarterbacks that played every game. This Well, some of them didn't play the last game because they had locked it up. But right. there, there were 12 quarterbacks in the NFL this year that did not miss a game due to injury. Okay. 12. Ten of them were on playoff teams. Wow. And of the of the four playoff teams that were not in that group, two of them, their quarterback, C.J. Stroud and Matthew Stafford, only missed one game. So of the 14 playoff teams, mm. 12 of the 14, the quarterback missed one game or zero games due to injury. And we had five different The Browns and the Steelers were the only teams that made the playoffs starting having to use a backup for more than one game. And they both lost in the first Pittsburgh round. Used three, correct? Yeah. McNug used five. Operation stockpile. McNuggets, I owe the fans this parlay. I, I got too. a, I got a FanDuel read to set yeah. you up, Tyvis. Uh, one note of business beforehand: Gerard Johnson, who interviewed for the Browns' offensive coordinator job, just interviewed today with Philadelphia as well. So he's a hot commodity. Tyvis is going to give us his parlay for tonight's Cavs Bucks game on FanDuel because if you're betting, you should be using FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets. Win or lose, and the app is simple to use, which makes it so easy to navigate. And the best part about FanDuel, they have a million different ways to bet, including live same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explorer tab. You can make parlays in the Parlay Hub, which is the best and easiest way to find popular parlays. And so much more. So visit fanduel.com slash UCSS to make your first better layup. FanDuel, an official partner with the NFL, an official partner with the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. And Tyvis, let's hear your parlay for tonight. All right, so my parlay for tonight. Y'all tell me when y'all think it's wrong. Dame Lillard to get 20 points. Giannis to get 30 points. Dame Lillard to record four assists. Giannis to get four assists. Giannis to get 10 boards. Jared Allen to get 10 boards. Brooke Lopez, six that. points. Giannis over 33 and a half points. Ooh. Donovan Mitchell, 25 points. Damian Lillard, three made threes. Donovan Mitchell, three made threes. Jared Allen, 10 points. Brooke Lopez, 10 points. And Brooke Lopez, one three-pointer. So you got Brooke Lopez, six points and, and Brooke and Lopez, 10, 10 points. points, you said. Yeah, I put it, yeah. It's just, uh, it's just different odds, yeah, I guess. Yeah, uh, I mean, it all sounds good to me. I don't know. No, I, and I got, it's 10 points and one made one, yeah, 10 points and 10 rebounds. The only reason that rebounds. scares me, Ty, is I know that Giannis is probably going to play the most motivated game that wasn't in the NBA Finals of his life. Because mm -hmm. he just got the coach up out of there. Yep. And he wants not a win. 
He wants to boat race the Cavs like they boat raced the Bucks last week. Mm-hmm. My only concern is this. The Cavs are playing defense at an incredible rate right now. Mm-hmm. Their efficiency rate, are they number two right number now? Number two in the, in the overall NBA? in the NBA. But yeah, but they don't have anybody to defend Giannis. No, here's this what is I'm where saying. Mobley, this is where you need Mobley. You do. Yeah, ironically. Right. You do, and I, don't th- and I think Allen's out of his league in that matchup. However... I just think that collectively, 33 and a half points is a lot. I mean, even for Giannis. So let me tell you why he's going to get that. Okay. Because he just watched Embiid go for 70. I know. He I just watched that. Carl Anthony Town go for reaction? like 50. And then I think Kevin Durant Ryan? went for like 40. So he thinking to himself, huh, let Maybe. me show what I got. Because no, it's the first true. time he's he touched the floor since. He's going crazy and, and tonight. If he, and if he gets Jared Allen in foul trouble, he's going to eat. <laughs> oh, he'll have 50 of Allen. <laughs> yeah, but then Jared trouble. Allen might not get his 10 points. <laughs> and no Tristan Thompson. Or his 10 rebounds. Uh, guys, got a couple super chats real quick, then we can finish. Tyvis, if you win that parlay, please let us know. We will feature it oh, on the show. He'll let us know. Parlay, the, the chat's going to be like, give us another one. By 10 o'clock <laughs> tonight, we'll all know. couple super chats. First one from Wes B said, Jay had me dead when he told Tyvis that he thought Flacco refre- reflected on their time together fondly. I love you guys <laughs> listening to you every day. Appreciate you, Wes B. Akimbo RPG said, G's the backbone of the show. He needs a raise. Ooh, uh, nice. Michael McGee says, is Sam Merrill, Kyle Korver 2.0? Yeah. He's playing Ooh. out of his mind right now. He's, Don't he's, disrespect him with Korver. Korver was a great shooter. Wow. We didn't even play true or he false. Was a great We're going to do it for overtime. No, We're going to do true or false in overtime. Last one, Michael McGee also says, G. Bush takes fashion tips from Cam Newton. All he needs is the hat. He's got a hat. I got multiple. All I want, I want everybody. I was thinking to, Sam Merrill was a better shooting deli. Before everybody leaves, Sam y'all Merrill. need to know that I am the defending champ. And I'm going to do get my title again, and it, it just. Uh, oh, we're doing all. We're doing true or false. True or false over time. It's going down. Yeah. It. Uh, by the way, Sam Merrill is Seth Curry, and that's a compliment. Seth Seth Curry is one of the more underrated offensive right. weapons in basketball. No, he, that's for a his good career, one. Seth Curry shoots 43. So not Seth. I like that. Seth. Yeah, Seth. That's right. He's not. He can't shoot like Seth. Seth does off the dribble, but Seth. No one. A valuable down. asset on offense. Sam Merrill has been unbelievable. By the way, see you in overtime. Uh, hit the like button as you're going away.